The Jimmy IV Sexy Cool Lounge is an inspirational podcast spreading positive energy and only good vibes into the universe through personal discovery, empowerment, and self-love awareness. Now, please join me in the Sexy Cool Lounge with our creator and host, Jimmy IV. Good morning, good afternoon, and good night, wherever you might be listening to this episode, and may your vibe be cruising at an altitude that is so sexy cool. So if you're new to the Sexy Cool Lounge and you haven't had a chance to flavor any of the episodes that we have in our catalog, I do advise that you go back and check out anything from episode one to episode number 51, with this being episode number 52. We had some amazing guests come through the studio, some inspiring and inspirational information and topics. So I'm sure that there's something that will fuel your soul, okay? Always, you can check us out at www.sexycoollounge.com. And you, if you're on Instagram, you can check us out at Sexy Cool Lounge. Give us a follow and we'll definitely follow you back. So today is a special day, okay? Every episode that I do is truly special. Throughout the year and two months that we have really relaunched Sexy Cool Lounge, we've achieved to be in 50 countries, and we've gone over 50 episodes, y'all, with this being episode number 52. Man, who would have thought, right? So with this being around the Mother's Day holiday, I want to take some time and give a shout out to all the mothers around the world right? You guys do something that nobody else can do from start to finish, right? You raise kids, you raise them well, and sometimes you're doing it by yourself, right? A lot of it is no thank yous. It's thankless, right? You should get recognition, and sometimes you don't. It's a hard-ass job, hands down. No one can do what you do, right? So I need to take some time out for Mother's Day and recognize that, right? Shout out to all the mothers. Shout out to all the stepmoms taking care of someone else's kids out of love and harmony. Shout out to the girlfriends who take care of someone else's kids in partnership, right? Shout out to all of y'all, man. Much love to you around the world from Sexy Cool Lounge. So today I have a truly special guest that's going to help us through Mother's Day-isms, if you will, right? She is a retired school principal of 21 years. She's been in the D.C. public school system or was in the D.C. public school system for 37 years, y'all. She is an active member of Delta Thigma Seda sorority, 61 years, active and financial, right? She's handling her business. And she's also a mother of two kids, right? Two grown kids. And she'll be the first one to tell you always that one of her kids, she gave birth to 10 pound, nine ounces. But we won't mention no names on that, right? So without further ado, y'all, I want to bring in my very special guest for this Mother's Day episode. And my very first guest in the Sexy Cool Lounge studio, in studio, right? So I want y'all to give a warm, welcoming, listening ear and much respect 
to my mama. Ma, how you doing? I'm doing fine, boo. How are you? Uh, there we go. <laughs> starting off, right? You know, <laughs> I'm doing well, ma. I'm doing well. So you're the only person that, you know, outside of an aunt that I know gets to call me that name. And you've just let the world know what my nickname is for you. So, well, I think I have to tell the world why we call you Boo. And it goes back to when you were born. Yes, you were 10 pounds, six ounces, actually. And when your father saw you, you were so big in that little teeny crib in the nursery. And he said, look at my Boo. And from that point till even now, your dad, your grandparents, and I always called you Boo. And we extended that privilege to one of my best friends, Aunt Helen, so that she would feel comfortable calling you Boo. Outside of that, it's a very special title. And it means something different nowadays to people who refer to people in their relationships as Boo but this is family when we call you boo. Absolutely. So I guess from there on, I'll be having a lot of people around the world refer to me as boo, but uh, the only original version of that will come from my mama and my daddy. So before we get too much into this episode, uh, you know, there's a standard question that I ask everybody and you won't be any different, even though you're my mama, but uh, I have to ask mom. So, what does sexy cool mean to you? Well, Boo, I think sexy cool is a personality trait. I think everybody has an element of sexy cool and it develops and grows with you over time. It's not gender specific. It's not age specific. It's not something you can touch but it radiates through your spirit. And as a child, you can be sexy cool as a teenager, young adult. And then of course, as you begin to age, going into later years in life, you can still be sexy cool. So it's really a spirit that's part of your personality. Wow. Now, there you go, y'all. You done heard it from the mama of Jimmy Ivey. And uh, we're going to take that as gospel, all right? And the beautiful thing about that question is I can ask it a million different ways around the world, right? And no two answers are the same. You feel me, y'all? It is all about the perspective of the person who is giving the answer. So, Mom, I thank you very much for uh, chiming in on that question in the Sexy Cool Lounge studio. So the reason I asked you here um, was I wanted to share, but also just kind of pay tribute to what you have done for me uh, throughout my life, right? And none of the things that are before me now wouldn't have been possible had you not been by my side. And if there's anything that I can do, there's only one thing that I can do, I can share the world, share you with the world 
and let them see the person who has helped make me be the person that I am today before them. And I want to thank you for that. And I know you have a few little stories that you want to kind of like share with the world. So, uh, you know, this is now your opportunity to share my personal stories as a kid with the world. Mom. Well, let's just start with the fact that we celebrate the fact that I thought I was having twins. The doctor thought because this was such a big baby that it was probably two, but ultimately it was one big 10 pound, six ounce baby. As a child, I'd say maybe as a toddler, you exhibited strength. There were times when your brother and your cousins, Colin, Cheryl, were afraid of you because you were so strong. That strength that you had as a toddler made people think you were being aggressive, whereas you just wanted to hug, but that would allow you to just knock somebody down. I remember when you were about two years old, um, we were at a pay phone, your dad and I, and you picked up the receiver of the pay phone and you snatched it off the wall. That was a testament to your strength. Then as you grew older, I saw your strength in terms of your, your ability to get along with your, your friends in school. Then you developed into manhood. I saw another element of your strength when you were faced with heartbreak for all of us when you had to have open heart surgery. You faced that like a champ, but that again is the strength that I saw in my 10 pound baby boy who grew into a man with this kind of strength. Well, I, re I remember that, uh, that surgery and I remember, I remember being um, prepped for it. And the last person that touched me before I was uh, heading down to the operating room was my mama, right? My daddy and my mama were there, but my mama was always the last person to touch me. And when I came out of ICU, my mama was the first person that I called on the phone. And I remember that call vividly. I remember waking up and the uh, attending nurse uh, said, hey, do you want to make a phone call? I said, I need to call my mama. And I remember calling. And as soon as you heard me on the phone, you just broke down and said, I'm on my way. And I think it was probably maybe, you know, 25, 30 minutes later, you know, you were at the hospital and you never left, right? That is absolutely correct. And I think everybody in the hospital knew that I was your mother. But if you think, um, the guards who who protect Buckingham Palace um, are special. I got to tell you, I stood outside your door. I stood at your door waiting for nurses, doctors, anybody. I was there from sunup to sundown to make sure that you had everything you needed, everything that would give you a full recovery. 
So I was, I was your guard. You were also my trainer too, because when I came home finally from the hospital, what did we do for like the next uh, six to seven weeks, Ma, every single day? Well, the doctor said that you need to walk. You need to gain your strength. And um, we went to Arundel Mills every day. And the goal was to walk the entire circumference of the mall. But to start with, you could just make a few steps and then you'd have to sit down. The next day you wanted to go just a little farther. And this went on for about four or five weeks. And when we finished, you started at the point where the theaters were in the mall and you walked the entire circle of the mall. Yeah, just so we can give you some perspective on that. Um, the mall is an inside mall, uh, very big. And we would start at one entrance of the mall and I could only go but a few feet and I had to sit down on one of the banister chairs. But over a four or five week period, uh, we made it around there. But, you know, it was my mama that was there the whole time uh, through that situation and challenge in my life, you know, and then coming out of that, you know, tell some other stories. Well, let's talk about some good times that we've had. Very special Mother's Day events occurred several years ago. We started this ritual of on Mother's Day, maybe seven o'clock in the morning, we would meet for breakfast and uh, we would leave breakfast and go to one of our favorite hangouts, which is a casino. I am a casino girl, and I think I have raised a casino son. (laughs) No, 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 no. wait, wait. She's downplaying this, y'all. Let me make sure y'all understand what she means by casino girl. First, she's not a casino girl. She is a casino slot machine, high roller, whatever you want to call it. Any casino, she has a card for it. And when she walks in, they know her and she knows them. She runs like that when it comes to casinos and slot machines. So keep it real. <laughs> However you want to put it. Yes, I am a slotsaholic. Okay. <laughs> My name is Sandra. I'm a slotsaholic. But anyway, um, for years, we would meet on Mother's Day, the Sunday. We'd have breakfast and then we'd go to one of the casinos and spend the morning. That was very special. It was just me and you. And that, uh, that, that's very fond memories for me. We had uh, done so many Christmases together that Mother's Day and being at the casino for us ended up being like Christmas, you know, um, because the family is kind of spread out. You know, my brother who has three kids, uh, shout out to ATL, is down in Atlanta. Um, you know, I'm up in Pennsylvania. So getting together for Christmases as we have gotten older in life um, is not just always part of the equation like it has been for you know years in the past. So Mother's Day for my mom and I ended up just being like Christmas all over again because we could just go hang out and it was just us just having a good time. And that just became like almost Christmas to us, right? Yeah, that's true. But um, as um as we look back over the years, 
Christmas was a special time mm -hmm. in the sense that we always had Christmas brunch. Mm -hmm. We had it for the family and we had it for your friends. Um, the uh, friends that you've had since you were a little boy would always come over and we would do the Christmas brunch uh, together, Rodney, Chucky, his family, um, Helen, her kids, Aunt Judy. I mean, it's just so many people who would gather at our house. Our house was the go-to place when it came to um, that Christmas brunch. And that was a very special time in our lives. So as we kind of like have cultivated uh, a relationship a little different than mother and son, you know, I'll always be your son, absolutely. But I tell people nowadays that you're like my best friend, you know, and you've been that way for most of my adult life. You know, my dad was my hero but my mama is my best friend, you know? And there are very few things that I don't like go to her and just bounce off of her as my best friend. Um, but you've just been there through everything that I've gone through, the ups and the downs. And I just really appreciate the fact that standing next to you in my studio that, you know, a year and a half, two years ago was just, something in my head to really not move forward is just like a surreal moment to now be here with you doing this and creating an episode that is going to go out to all my listeners around the world. So I want to thank you for being here and just being my friend, being my best friend, but more importantly, being my mama. Well, you know, um, Boo, there's something about being a mom that perhaps all moms recognize, and that is that umbilical cord that bound us together when you were inside is something that even though it's cut when you are born, there is a connection that you just never lose. So I'm glad to know that in addition to being your mom, that I am your friend. But I have to say of all the titles that I have under my belt, teacher, principal, educator, consultant, all of the things that brought me so much joy, the one thing that means the most is being called mom, your mom. So it is truly my pleasure to be here on Mother's Day to celebrate this um, occasion with you. Oh, thank you so much, mom. So I have a question. You know, you talk about this umbilical cord and as a guy, you know, I don't really get it, but I hear it all the time. And the phrase, I brought you into this world, I can take you out. Like, it, you know, and I'm sure that there are other mothers that are laughing right now because they're like, yep, I tell my kids that all the time. So what, what, what is, would you really take me out? Would you really take me out? Well, I mean, yeah, I have to tell you now, a couple of times when I had to, you know, put you in check when you were growing up, like I said, you were, you were big for your age. You walked at 10 months, even though you were 40 pounds. I mean, you had, you had the strength, you were the young, small, incredible Hulk. Hulk. So I, I, I had to put you in check now. So that does mean, yeah, there were a couple of times when, um, you know, I had to let you know, I am your mother. 
don't don't get it twisted. You will always be my mom. So like even to this day, I will tell people who I meet, you know, in different venues and occasions on occasions, you know, about my mama. Right. And the one thing I tell them is, you know, my mom is the only person that actually calls me by my government name. Right. And even at the age of 55 now, right. If I hear my mama calls me by my first name and my middle name, I'd have done something wrong. And it just cringes. I'm a bald headed guy. Right. But hairs on the back of my neck will stand up. If that occasion ever comes where my mama will say, James, James Alfred. Alfred, James Alfred, yeah. James yeah. Alfred, James Alfred, the fourth, <laughs> nevertheless. Yeah. Boo is the affectionate name. And that's the name when all is going well. But when we have got to light a fire, you must respond to James Alfred. So that is one of the one of the times when you know um, there's no joking around, no playing around. We real serious about this. <laughs> I laugh because even to this very day, I could be right standing next to you. And if you call me that, it's, it's game on. It is like showtime. <laughs> <laughs> yes, but you but as a as a little fellow though, you you responded well um, you know, to to Boo. And I think um you you never shied away from the fact that that was a special name. I remember when you were playing basketball and you know, I'm in the stands and I would say, okay, boo, okay, boo, get it, boo. People did not um, I mean, you didn't seem embarrassed you know, that, that your mom and your dad were referring to you as Boo. You've always seemed to have cherished uh, that name. Uh, speaking of basketball, so give the story about the whole 10 and under league and how you had to go around with the birth certificate to prove that I was eligible to play. Yes. Remember now, this was a big kid. He started losing uh, that that weight um, when he was. Well, 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 back then the word was husky. Yes, it was husky. And um, because he was husky, he was such a big guy. We had to verify on his uh, uh, sports teams that he was the age that was appropriate for that particular that particular um, um, game. Well, there you go. I don't know how many other mothers have had to do that, but my mama had to walk around with a birth certificate in order to prove that I could legitimately play on the basketball team as a 10 and under kid, right? So there you go. Yes, and he was good. He was good. He would run up and down that, that basketball court and, and um, we, would, we, are, we were his biggest fans. His dad and I were, were his biggest fans. And for everything that he has accomplished in life, we've been right there to uh, to support him in uh, in his venture. When I was a kid, um, what was my favorite toy? Oh God, please! He had a set of drums. He had a lawnmower. It was a Fisher Price lawnmower that was so loud. He loved that as well. What about the uh, the monkey with the uh, the symbols? Oh yes, he had that, and he would clang. Boo was like a noisy child. He was he liked he liked uh, toys that made a lot of noise. So 
if I was having a rough day at school and I would pick him up uh, from the sitter and say, okay, boo, mommy's kind of tired. I got a slight headache. Can we just go home and uh, settle down for a little while? I'll fix dinner. But in the meantime, just find something quiet to do. His brother would go get a book and go in his room. Jim would go get this elephant, not elephant, the, a monkey that had symbols and they would clang together. That was his way of <laughs> staying, staying out of my hair until it was time to cook dinner. And if it wasn't that, then it was this Fisher Price uh, lawnmower that he would run through the house and make all of, make all of this noise. But I think also in growing up, one of the calming uh, features in our life was this big, beautiful St. Bernard dog that we had. Her name was Heidi. And to my kids, they thought she was a pony because she was so big, but so beautiful. St. Bernard. St. Bernard. Bernard. And um, I think that that brought some calm uh, to Jim in those early in those early years. When I was a kid, uh, what was the story about the airplane? Oh, boy. He must have been not quite a year old. And Dulles Airport had just opened. And those were Sundays uh, for us to take a ride, take the kids out and so forth. But Jim was the only child at that time. So we would go to Dulles and... For some reason, Jim would see an airplane and he would say, de gong, de gong. And his father and I would say, what is he trying to say? He would point to the airplane and say, de gong, de gong. And when we were at home in the yard, he would see an airplane and he would point to it and say, de gong. We never figured out what he was trying to say but that was his way of identifying airplanes. They gone. <laughs> uh, tell us about your love of elephants, man. How many elephants do you think I've given you over the years? Oh my God. Well, my sorority, Delta Sigma Theta, um, one of our founders uh, collected elephants. And as a result, it's, it's something that we do just in honor of the founder who collected elephants. I think I have hundreds of elephants and many of them Boo has given me. Um, I can't even begin to count how many, you know, I have, but that is, that is something that most Deltas around the world um, try to collect in honor of the founder who started that tradition. So as we get ready to kind of bring this to a close, Ma, um, you guys know if you've seen me on interviews and uh, some of the guests that I've had on the Sexy Cool Lounge, there is a uh, blanket that stands out or it's hanging behind me. And there is a lion with a crown on it that looks over my right shoulder. And that's strategic, right? You know, I don't have the banner of Sexy Cool Lounge behind me. I have this blanket that has um, a poem on it, and it has a lion 
with a crown on it. And he looks over my right shoulder every time that I am doing something in the studio, but it was given to me by my mama, right? So I want my mom to explain, you know, why she gave it to me and what it really means to her. I know what it means to me, but share with everybody what that means, mom. Actually read it and then explain it. Well, let me just give you a a little uh, background on that. There is a song by Regina Bell, and it's called If I Could. It was a song that she wrote about her love for her child and what she wished she could do if she could. And I thought about putting the lyrics of that song on something to give to Jim. But I saw this blanket that I could personalize. And it says, to my boo. It continues, if fate whispers to you, you can't withstand the storm. Whisper back, I am the storm. And remember whose son you are. Straighten your crown. Love you, mom. I love you too, mom. And you will always be a part of me. Always. And if this episode is just a a little bit of my way of just saying thank you to you for being there, for motivating me, for pushing me, for allowing me to grow, even in hard times, even when you knew how things are going to play out. You had to let me play it out my way Absolutely. in order to grow as a man. Absolutely. And I thank you for that. And I love you very much. Mom. Love you too, sweetheart. Love you too. All moms know that with your children, let them fall down so that they can grow and right, put your hand out there and help them get up when they're at that point. All right, y'all, you've met my mama, the one and only. So mom, it's been a pleasure having you as my very first guest in studio in a sexy, cool lounge. But also I want to wish you a happy Mother's Day, mom. I love you very much. Thank you. It's been a pleasure to be with you. Love you too, boo. And for everybody else in the world, happy Mother's Day to all the women out there. And let's make sure... Let's make sure, y'all, that you are continuously loving yourself enough to radiate your vibe. Love yourself enough to radiate your vibe. And let's never forget, everybody, never forget this. Even though we do not have as much as others, we still have more than others. So let's continue to put good vibes into this universe so we can always get good vibes back. I'm Jimmy Ivey. I love you guys with all my heart. And I will see you in the next episode.